Shall we talk about the video games? Yeah! Oh, we need to have our cold open. What's a cold open? I'm a cold That's open. A, the thing we do every week when we just start rambling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess this could be it. You know, kind of a meta cold open. Like, as yeah. That's super meta. Okay. Right? But is it too meta? You know. How meta is too meta? Oh my god, stop, stop. If you say if you say meta one more time, we're gonna collapse in ourselves like a dying star. Like a star you're, hole? You're playing with fire! Yes, like star hole. Star hole's coming out this year. Is it? Was that on the I I we uh yeah. <laughs> I guess honestly I don't even I don't I don't even remember the name of the actual game. <laughs> Star uh, Starfield. Starfield. Starfield mm-hmm. is coming to your star hole. Oh god, I don't like I it. don't I don't I don't believe it. We'll see. It's oh no, they actually the... have a date. Yeah, it's well no. Yeah, it's, it was... well, it's uh I think they're just aiming for the first half of the year. So yes, I think potentially it could be pushed back to the fall or something, but yeah, I don't know. Whenever I see something like the first half, who knows? Yeah. Honestly. Uh, I had the time that means absolutely nothing. But I guess this is a good uh, a good segue into our topic. So, uh, hi everyone. Welcome back to the Nerding Grounds podcast. This is a weekly show where we talk about new and old video games and whatever else we can think of on the day of recording. Isn't that right? Yeah, oh, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> this week, Matt had the grand idea to have us go back and forth and discuss our um, most anticipated games of 2023. So we're going to do that. We're just going to go back and forth and discuss what's coming out, whether we believe it's actually coming out, what we expect, what we're worried about, you know, all of those anticipatory musings of conversation so it turns out i mean this is probably always the case right but i really feel like i don't know maybe it's because i was looking at it directly because you know we have a podcast um 2023 seems pretty stacked it does doesn't it like my god is there some pretty big things that i've been waiting like a long time for yeah Um, i had a couple of those you know youtube lists roll out and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll check them out. Um, I pretty much covered all of 2022. Like, uh, I'm ready to move on to what's coming out. And I I was surprised at how much I forgot was releasing this year. And I think it's because you hear something like 2023 or right now we're starting to get those 2024 release dates. And I don't know if you're like me, but I just push that shit out of my brain. I'm like, oh, well, that's 100 years away. So I'm not even going to worry yeah. about it yet. That's forever away. I could be dead by then. Probably will be. Hopefully. Jeez. So. (laughs) All Um, right. Uh, Do you have one that you want to kick us off with? Yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, just a huge uh, June, right? June is June is fucked. June is completely fucked for me. Yeah. Um, For three reasons. The first one being Diablo 4, right? I mean, I've already talked about it at length but i mean i even if blizzard is um 
I don't know. Like for the first time ever, I I'm a little concerned about the quality of the game that might be pushed out by Blizzard, which has definitely never, uh, never been a concern before. I mean, that's totally me. fair. Yeah. I mean, other stuff, right? Yeah. Like you know, if if they've probably had some serious sexual assault allegations or something, right? You know, I'm concerned about that, but not not the yeah. quality of their games. No. Well, they used to take like 10 fucking years to come out with a game, right? And I mean, they still take a while to come out with a game, but it clearly their interests or their goals have aligned differently in recent years. It's like the, the, well, you know, and what really gets me is the monetizations just seem very poor. Gross. uh, Highly just targeted towards, I guess, specific individuals. Um, and, and, you know, like there's very few games that I can look at something and even though it costs money, I'm like, well, you know, like this seems worth it, at least to somebody. Maybe not me, but, you know, probably somebody like especially like, oh, if this is your favorite character or something. You know, this is this is a good skin. Right. Um, and then if it's not such good skin, it's probably cost less. Uh, and then you think, yeah, well, less time went into making that. But currently, things with like Overwatch Two, it's just like, oh well, this is a trash skin, and it costs twenty dollars. But well, it, yeah, it just seems like a money machine, and the fact that they made it free, when, when, people think that's like, oh yeah, but it's free to play. It's like, no, they do that so they can get away with charging insane prices and markups for microtransactions, because in the long run. You're gonna make way more money off of that shit than you're gonna make off a sixty dollar, um, you know, threshold purchase. Now, there are literally a bunch of games out there that are completely free, where cosmetic microtransactions, like good tra- cosmetic microtransactions, transactions, Jesus, mm-hmm. are anywhere between like five to fifteen dollars, and rarely does it ever go that high. We have Sea of Thieves, which is a little too. I guess um, hyperactive with with that, but it, they're it's because they're releasing new stuff constantly, and that's just not my style. Like I don't need that much new stuff. But other people that play Sea of Thieves every single day, that's a different story. And so, right. but you know, I say you get what you you get your money's worth at least in a game like that. Yeah, of course, because they're not making you feel like you can't play the game or you're blocked off from content. It's literally just, hey, do you want to, you know, you want to customize more? Do you want this cool ship skin? And I think that's fine. Yeah, me too. It is perfectly fine. There's been plenty of games where I've, like, bought, you know, cosmetic stuff. Um, Especially as long as when they're, like, (laughs) yes, there's uh, people who do go overboard. Well, I was going to say, when you take something like Diablo Immortal and you literally lock content or you increase grind to make more of a case for microtransactions that's when you know i hate you (laughs) like i don't want anything to do with you 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 make a game boring behind a paywall yeah well which is like sucks is your almost your typical asian uh uh or yeah asian market um structure uh, yeah structure yeah. for monetizations and stuff i mean pretty much yeah there's all those, all those big Russia. mmos that just live off of that formula 
there there are like more than a couple games where like this this game would be so great if it didn't have this or didn't have it to such a degree because yeah, yeah i mean literally what they do and i think diablo mortal is even like the worst example of of any of that right like i've played games oh, where it's like oh this is kind of fair like i can see where this is there's the obviously where i am being impacted by playtime. like i've been mm-hmm. deliberately slowed down so i so i would want to spend money on something else like uh lost ark jeez uh oh, yeah <laughs> but, but i you stayed know, from, I, I stayed far away from that <laughs> yeah at the same time like i i don't like you i never felt a need to buy any of that stuff right yeah uh where some people might i don't think it's even remotely possible to play uh diablo mortal i'm kind of speaking out of my ass here but just from what i've seen like at least actively without spending a lot of money so it just seems really 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 bad and in case like lost ark it's literally just like upgrade your equipment um, yeah, yeah. Diablo Mortals is like I don't know that anybody can truly play that game without it if they're going to get past like the 5-10 hour mark. And it seems like some people have spent like an an absolute insane amount of money. Whales always do, right? But Jesus. It reminds me of the early Overwatch days when you ha- heard those stories on like Kotaku of people going like 3,000 on their credit card without even realizing that it happened. Because yeah. it plays to those things, um, those, you know, I guess just triggers where people can just lose sight of it. Yeah. But. No, yeah, no. And it's. So I'll, I'll agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I want to try it just because I haven't played Diablo in so long since, like, I guess the, the expansion of three came right. out. Um, but I'm I'm very hesitant, especially after Immortals. I'm sure that made them a ton of money, but that can't have bought them goodwill. I, no. I ran it. People are like rabid dogs when it comes to Oh, they'll the, shit on Blizzard's entire fucking life if the game isn't perfect. You know what I mean? No, but they'll all, all play it. <laughs> yeah, I'll still play it. Because they're foaming at the mouth for New Diablo. They have been yeah. for no, a no. very long time. You yeah. have been for a very long time. Yeah. No, you ruined I, several keyboards, just foaming. Yeah, all the foam is just it gets oh. it gets in the crevices. Uh, all right, well that's June. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do like I am still very excited. Uh, I wish I could see maybe a little bit more about I, I guess how the game's gonna feel. They've talked at length about you know the overall aesthetics. Of the game, mm-hmm. I suppose, right? And I mean, it looks okay, really good. It's great, yeah. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't, if it plays like shit, then what does it even matter if everything's gloomier than Diablo 3 and more like Diablo 2? I'd say the one that I've just, I've all of a sudden, I, I can't wait for, like I want it in my hands right now, is Resident Evil 4. Because yeah, I kind of figured that. Have you seen... <laughs> what they're doing with that game. <laughs> Actually, pro- I have not. I have not seen, like, anything. Really? About. Okay, so I'm probably overblowing it. Like, I'll admit I'm overblowing it. It's one of my favorite games of all time. It was the winner of our Best of the 2000s. Uh, that's coming out in March. 
the end of March. So that's pretty far away, but not that far away. Um, I don't know. I guess the graphical overhaul, it's so much more of a remake than I expected. I really, I, I didn't expect just a fresh coat of paint, but I don't think I expected them to completely redesign the details. I mean, every, like, it's it's this uncanny almost uh, love letter to Resident Evil 4 because, yes, all the areas look the same, but it's just got so much detail and so much atmosphere now. Very similar to how they upgraded 2. But I don't know. I guess like you're looking at a like a an old PlayStation game brought to the you know the current generation. This right. is you know we can see this in pretty decent fidelity. But yeah, I don't know. It was just it's just this uncanny like wow, holy shit! This is like a it's it reminds me of when you saw those Unreal Engine um, clips of like Ocarina of Time or something, and so you were just kind of like this looks crazy. I, but it still looks like the thing I remember, you know? Yeah. Um, on top of that, they're like, I think they're doing a lot. It looks like they're doing a lot of adjustments to the combat. So parry systems, dodging. I think Leon's going to have a lot of uh, changes to his movement and his responsiveness, which cool. And I think they re-recorded a lot of the dialogue and, redid a lot of the writing so we're talking a, a serious overhaul here and that's pretty exciting well yeah i mean i guess it's it's not a you know it's not an hd pack they rebuilt the game right? it, yeah exactly which uh, capcom's i don't know they've just been killing it with resident evil and i'm so excited to check this out yeah um no so i mean I'm, I'm you know i'm pretty excited too no, it's, I mean, I, I like I saw that. It's like, oh, yeah, this is coming out 2023. That, it's going to be one of those things where I know that game so well that I, I don't know. It's going to be a constant side by side for me. Like in my brain, I'm going to know exactly what everything looked like and I'm going to be seeing it in this new version. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to Resident Evil 4. Oh, and I think they're adding some story stuff, too, if I read a headline correctly earlier like it's not just the same old thing like i think they're extending some stuff that would make sense at this point right yeah. like, i mean i don't i don't see there being any problem in a game like any resident evil for them to just add some things right right um what else are you looking at uh so it's yeah back to june street fighter 6 i'm actually really excited oh. about that i think just because i've been and it shouldn't have played like a fighting game, but at the same time, I felt like, wow, do I really want to sit there and, and get into and play uh, uh, an older fighting game? Because a lot of them are getting up there in years. So it would be very nice to get a new Street Fighter. Yeah, what are we on, like Tekken 9 or something? Or wait, no, and is it 8? It's 8 and 9 will be coming out, or it could be 7. I, I thought for that, some reason I can name it's seven. So we're currently on seven. There was uh, a there was a, a logo treatment that I remember. Was it an infinity symbol? So it was eight, maybe. Is the yeah, one coming out? Yeah. Eight is the one that is coming out. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean that's another one I'm definitely looking forward to. But it seems like Street Fighter is just gonna be doing a lot of cool things with the series. We'll see. The, um, this one, you know, you know, I'm not the biggest fighting game person, but I um just 
the way they were launching this, I was like, okay, it seems like there's some value here from just a revitalization of the series. Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely think it, uh, I mean, Street Fighter is always going to be almost quintessential, like, tournament fighting game. But I, I think they're thinking a lot of, about um, just average people, which is so much smarter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just average people, I mean, people that aren't interested in playing fighting games competitively, but people that are just, you know, may want to pick it up. I, I think they're adding, like, a lot of features and stuff for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I'm looking at this other one that's actually coming out in January. Um, it's that indie game called Season Letter to the Future, where it looks like a your pretty standard slice of life indie game where you, you're the guy, the character was on like a bike riding through a really beautiful, lush area. And it looks like a narrative-driven game, but I don't know. The art style just is really brings me in, um, and I could I could use a a calming presence game like that, you know? Yeah. Atmospheric yeah, adventure game is mm. sounds like that. That's what it is. Yeah, the art style does look uh, neat, right? Yeah, and if you could ride, and the bike riding looks cool. If that's something that you can do throughout the landscape that would be pretty sweet yeah well, hopefully yeah i wanted to shed some uh some indie love oh yeah of course ah uh, you know i guess i'm a jerk and forget about the indies sometimes i i was really struggling with this list to find some and that was one that i remembered i really love the art style for so I, I looked at that one then i have one more that's an indie game but i'll let you go next what else are you looking at uh so i mean it's kind of like, am I going to say this one? Or are you going to say this one? I'll go ahead and say it because it's my turn. Final Fantasy 16. That's the other June one, right? Yeah. 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 So that, that's three games so far that like I definitely want to play. Um, I mean, the good news is I don't have a PlayStation. So uh, <laughs> you can actually get them now. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is crazy. I know. It is crazy. But so that, you'll, you'll probably have one by June. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely excited about that. There are a lot of, I mean, maybe there always is these days. It's kind of, you just hope for the best and you want every Final Fantasy to be the one, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm coming that, around a lot more on this one than I was before. Yeah, I think I'm just going to have to, like, play it and see. I, I feel like there's going to be some things that, like, I just don't like. Yeah, because that's where the series as a whole like needs to move to because you know there's a lot of younger people out there and we're not all 30 plus year olds uh, <laughs> right. you know wishing we were playing Final Fantasy 7 for the first time again uh, yeah <laughs> and I, I think I'm a little more comfortable with the the solo protagonist with your more assist based party members when I think back on 15, I spent most of my time fighting with Noctis, and then I would right. switch over to people for heavy attacks. And I, if I know Final Fantasy or if I know Square Enix, there's going to be something like that. I mean, you know, you even had um, wasn't wasn't the Guardians game Square Enix published? The Guardians of the Galaxy game that came out, and that yeah, even had, you sure. were basically fighting as Peter Quill, but. 
through a really creative um, just controller layout, you were implementing all of these team attacks at the same time throughout the battle. So it felt like you were controlling everybody. So. Right. Not saying that that's the same developer, but I, I just right. feel like Square Enix RPG combat has has definitely gone a certain direction. It uh, certainly seems like the no-brainer when it comes to, if you know, well, having party members and primarily controlling just one person or maybe even the ability just to control one person, then, you know, have have you having some sort of control over mm-hmm. what they can do. And it's not too overwhelming. Yeah. I still feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm like, I wish somebody would look into a more advanced version of maybe with like Final Fantasy twelve had. Because, I mean, in my, in my opinion, though, I mean, you could, of course, swap around, but. I think the ability to like customize what the AI do, uh, yeah, is yeah. is just feels better for me. Yeah, uh, I like I like a really customizable AI with more control over your main character. That's right. kind of the perfect zone for me. Yeah, I, I think so too. Because then it's just like, well, you know, I mean, there's. Uh, I like the idea of like it's you know it's my party and that you know I, I'm I not just. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not just controlling that one person, right? Or not just concerned about that one person. It's all about the the composition, the party composition, what everyone does. But hey, I, if things want to move more into a strictly hack and slashy sort of thing going on, uh, well, I'll just have to play and see. Still excited. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, there's a lot of 14 in it. You know, at, at least yeah. that's what it, you know. As far as like how the story is really progressing, good. yeah. Really, regardless of anything, it was fun to play. I'm excited at the prospect of a of a an adult story. Oh, and it probably will be. Yeah. Not just you know violence and swearing and relationships, but like there's there looks like it looks like there's some truly disturbing shit in the beginning of this game. You know, my um, biggest hang up about this so far is actually uh they're talking about how like this is their best protag this is one of their best protagonists in the series thus far and maybe they're just playing that close to the vest i don't I, he looks like the cover guy from the original final fantasy 14 yeah and he looks boring but i he... guess we won't know for sure yet he looks like john everyman i don't he, know how he does I don't know how he's supposed to be the most. I okay. I guess you don't need like spiky yellow hair to be the best. Well, it's not even uh, that weird character ever, but no, no, and yeah, like him. It, it's just it's not even. It's not even like he's missing something like a cool hairdo or a weird trendy piece of clothing like Titus or something. It's it just he just looks like your average jrpg dude yeah no like like, like a background character you yeah know? exactly like an npc he he looks i don't know that randomly assembled just see one of them every three npcs right Got you know what he look you know what it actually looks like uh, when you go into a game with a custom character creator and that's the that's what they start you off with yeah well i mean like I, <laughs> 
I don't know. And that's because it's, uh, I mean, obviously the just same assets for 14 were used all over that game, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, it is like the same, the the same thing. They they probably have the same character generator to make that character, just with more like options. Yeah. Yeah. Watch, we're, it's going to be June. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Brad Averageman is the coolest character I have ever seen in a Final Fantasy game. I mean, the way he looks, you know, it doesn't really mean anything. It, it's really no. about how things play out. But I, yeah, he is very, he's extremely generic looking for his character. But maybe he'll have a bunch of personality. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but I, I would have, I don't know. I would have liked another woman protagonist. I I know we got lightning, but I don't like those games. Other than that, it's never happened. Yeah, so it's it's never happened, right? Like <laughs> it's never happened. Final Fantasy f- I, I really thought they went uh, straight six, from twelve to six. fourteen and I was like, What? Yeah. <laughs> so no, weird. six had uh Oh yeah, you're right. Had... Six yeah, it was six. But also it was yeah. and I think that was a good character, but it was also, you know, uh, sixteen bit sprites and yeah. yeah, yeah, come on, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, we definitely, definitely could have, right? I don't yeah. know, yeah, or uh, a per- or a person of color, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, there you go. Far be it from Final Fantasy to put someone of color in the in the. Uh, well, front. Uh, then you have to start tackling, <laughs> well, a lot of things, I guess. Yeah. Um. Super. So yeah, I'm I'm both excited and curious for that one. Just, I mean, I'm always gonna play your main Final Fantasy, but um, I, I don't know. I, I'm still pretty positive toward that one as of right now. Me too. I I just feel like uh, you know I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about all things these days. Yeah, which I doubt. Like I'll hate it. Right. In fact, like. I look at 14, uh, or not 14, 15. I think right from the start, my impressions were like, this is cool, but you know, I didn't necessarily get into it, and I nitpicked certain things about it. Um, yeah. So I didn't really wind up giving it its due diligence, but then when I ran through it, like I, I for literally its thousands of faults, I, I loved it just like any other final fantasy right 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 Uh, yeah you got to it eventually but um i will say to its credit this looks a lot more um figured out oh yeah (laughs) lack of a better term fully figured out right i I think they really have something you know sound here versus final fantasy 15 which is like they didn't even know what the hell they were doing yeah i'm sure they're not going to put a fourth of the story and of a blue that nobody buys again. Yeah. But we'll see. A story that's been changed like six times over and all right. kinds of stuff. And you yeah. can tell. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, you, you you really can't. But there's something yeah. cool here, but damn it, y'all are really, really waiting through some crap to get there. Yeah. Um, what was my next one? Dead Space comes out this month. So that's right around the corner. And I think after Callisto Protocol, um, 
I passed on Callisto Protocol after all the gameplay and reviews I, I witnessed. I was just like, ah, I don't really want to sour before Dead Space. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my eggs in that basket. So here's hoping EA doesn't screw it up, but it looks really cool. Yeah, we'll see. Um I mean again, gotta didn't even really like I guess look too much in gameplay and stuff, but you know, hey, I like Dead Space, so yeah, Dead Space that looks better. What's wrong with that? It looks freaking amazing, actually. It, it looks really good. Ah. I mean, it's just pretty. I yeah, mean, it's it horribly ugly, but it's really pretty in an ugly yeah. way. Or it's ugly. I think in a pretty uh, it should be fun. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, and I, I haven't beaten the original Dead Space. Or at least played through the original Dead Space in a very long time. Oh yeah, and I think that'll at least tide me over until um, Resident Evil Four. <laughs> it should, right? <laughs> I just I, I this is no uh, surprise to me. Like I've known this for a very long time, but I am just so into survival horror. <laughs> like it's, I, I just yeah. I realized last year I just could not get enough of it. Um, and I love that it's it's kind of gotten a revitalization the last few years. It uh, they are a unique experience, but when they're done uh, very well, they they're easily some of the best games. It's yeah, for like it's multiple the... reasons. It's got it's got a bit of everything to it, you know. It's got it's got the puzzles right. It's got you know fucking shit yourself <laughs> scary, scary moments inventory you know consciousness and i just feel like the difficulty just works in a way that the stakes are there but it's not so difficult that you know you just want to give up like a you know Uh, typically speaking the thought of dying to something is way worse than like (laughs) actually dying. yeah yeah actually dying or even you know like a lot of things it's like they're not there's nothing in any of these games that is particularly hard it's just the thought of like oh my god like i don't want to go into this room with that i know this thing is going to be there because it's there right (laughs) like i don't i don't want to do this uh and and that's 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 more important than difficulty in these type of games you know so they're they're not actually that difficult it's mainly just you kind of the tactical approach you make and learning I don't know, because every time you die to something truly horrible in one of those games, you go, okay, well, got to watch out for that next time. (laughs) Or, oh, I can't defeat this. I have to run. Run, yeah. You always have those those moments. And finding out, like, the weak pots. But, yeah, I don't think I've ever really thought that games were any survival horror game. Dead Space could be a little bit... uh, Dead Space, it's almost kind of like Resident Evil... In the sense, like once you learn how to use the tools, all the tools available to you, it's not difficult. But I think I think I remember dying a good bit in Dead Space. Yeah, I think you just touched on it. That's exactly what it is. It's uh, finding a way to break the game instead of just overcome a challenge. It's like no, I'm I'm optimizing. Like I know, like I'm gonna do these steps to absolutely destroy this game <laughs> and overcome in a in a really interesting way but man that game should be freaky oh my god i know like it's still freaky but they're gonna 
they i just i hope they turn up the atmosphere because that's what all these games need when they when they bring them back it's like you can't just bring it back with higher fidelity you have to redirect all of these cinematic moments you know you can't just rely on a 12 year old uh jump scare or you know gritty atmosphere to still bring the same effect that it brought back then yeah no you you really can't i don't know if they're really going to get into that right but i will say i I mean clearly resident evil 4 is going for that right a lot of that too is just the sheer space of the game in general doesn't really work like it did back then well Um, okay so i just remembered one of the big uh changes that they're doing that i heard they were doing a dead space which instilled some confidence in me they completely removed loading so it's a it's it's like god of war it's a one-shot experience where everything is kind of just and i think it's more open like you can actually travel throughout the ship in more of a um metroidvania type way and you know explore it at your own style instead of being on more of a narrow path i mean that right there just enhances the game yeah (laughs) yeah exactly um because that's kind of yeah that's kind of how they've been structured lately especially with resident evil 2 um that was just perfection with how you explored that police station yeah um which prime example of something like that right uh you know, I I wasn't like we've talked about it. I think it's a great game. I wasn't super super excited before, but uh, God damn it, now I am. What? Oh, Dead Space. <laughs> yeah, Dead Space. Oh hell yeah, that I'm excited. That one's so soon. Um, I'm definitely playing that when it comes out. January twenty seventh for that one. The only problem is it's going to be a full price game. I don't know. Seems weird. Like seventy. But, I mean, bucks. not really. I hope it's not yeah. seventy bucks. Uh, oh yeah, right. I get, it's full price game. Depending on what developer we're talking about here, apparently EA hasn't jumped on the whole seventy dollar thing. Uh, I'm sure that's coming fairly soon. I think because they know that so much. First people to hop on, they hopped on that so quick. Fucking course they were. Yeah. Um. Who Who else was it? That just like launched a $70 game. I can't remember. I know Naughty Dog did it with the the Last of Us remake, which I wasn't crazy about. I'm like, I know y'all did a lot of work to the game, but come on. Yeah. It's <laughs> you can buy double. this game for ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um so we'll see. I, I, I know EA still looks a lot to PC as a large part of their audience, so maybe that's yeah. why. They do. What about Star Wars Jedi Survivor comes out shockingly soon? Uh, I know, right? I I saw that. I was like, really? That's actually that, that comes out before Resident Evil Four does. I know, March seventeenth. I was gonna say, speaking of Metroidvania, I'm definitely excited about that. I am too because I I really like that game. I've gone through it twice already. Because and and that's mostly because it's Star Wars and it's a lightsaber fighting game and you know there there's only so much you can peruse through in the catalog the Star Wars catalog to have fun with that so 
Yeah. That's pretty much the benchmark. But that game was just like almost exactly where I wanted it, but I just wanted a little more. And I, I, there's no reason to believe that that's, this isn't going to be that just, you know, leveled up, I guess from the previous one. And that's all it needs to be. Right. And uh, Mm -hmm. I was literally just going to say, it's like, Oh, I guess you hit the nail on, uh, on the head there. It, it, uh, it, it was it was a perfectly good game. It was, it was a great game, but I yeah I I I wanted a little bit more there. It would have been it would have been great if there was just you know, more customizations, just more mm-hmm. more game, right? Even more levels, you know. And a goddamn fast travel, <laughs> yeah. Because just like God of War, backtracking to clean up all of those small objectives is such a pain in the ass when you have to go through all these narrow um like obstacle course things yeah and it's like i i did this already just let me go back to the save point that i found down there and get this freaking chest that i need makes you not want to do it um and the bugs just i hope they have i hope they've been given the time and space they need to develop this to what it needs to be because that first one was just plagued with glitches and kind of awkward um, just interactions, I, I would say. Like, it felt good to play, but there were some times you're just like, okay, what? I did not jump that way, or, oh, I totally should have made that, those things. Yeah, a little bit of that clunkiness that comes from all games where, you know, we were talking about this literally last episode where you... <laughs> when you can climb and they you know or jump and they uh, over obstacles and they try to just make it seem as like weighty as possible but it yeah makes it feel glitchy it does it does it (laughs) it, yeah it makes it feel like your character has independent limbs and they're just going all over the place yeah um but i mean i think a lot of that can be explained by the fact that this was respawn's most ambitious game and it was being rushed by a studio so you know that's a recipe for disaster but it was still a really good game yeah it was i'm sure i i would think the lesson was learned there and maybe they'll they'll be given a little more grace yeah hopefully right Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know why they wouldn't be before right because everybody kind of loves all the stuff that Respawn has really come out with. Uh, I just love when they're able to, I don't know, they just write really good stories that translate very well to video games. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like, you know, you have, I feel like you have on one end of the spectrum, you have like your Last of Us, where it's just a really incredible story. And it's a good game. I mean, I think too, is much more of a solid video game just with all the stuff you can do, but it's a good, it's a really good game, but I don't know. Respawn has this, like we're telling a a very good story that also has a very good, you know, feeling video game ass video game mechanic to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not forsaking that. It's not like they're doing ultra realism. Yeah. No. Far from it. Right. Yeah. Like you played, did you play Titanfall 2's storyline? No, I haven't, but I, I've been told time again that like it's something that should be done. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just like free if you can yeah. look for it somewhere. Um, Probably so. But yeah, I played it way late, I think, last year. And I was just like, holy shit, this really is a good shooter campaign. Uh, I, I mean, again, I think probably the biggest thing, maybe, um, depending on who you ask, definitely. Uh, we'll see if it actually comes out, The you know, the new Legend of Zelda. Oh, yeah, in May. That's right? supposed to be the, May 12th is supposed to be the the release for that. Which, that's another one that kind of like, I don't know, snuck up and it's like, really? That's actually yeah, I'm really, in May? I'm looking forward to that because it's something clearly very different. Yeah. And I, I bet, I think we can go, either we said it on this podcast or you and I were talking some years ago and said it, probably that, where I was just like, breath, whatever Breath of the Wild 2 is, it can't be the same thing. Like, it can't just be more Breath of the Wild. It has to be totally different. Otherwise, like, what's the point? It's, like, pretty different. Yep. I don't know. I think they, um, you know, definitely, I don't know, they're doing a lot. <laughs> it just, it looks, it looks crazy. Yeah, I'm really excited about the idea of getting more of a, I guess, deep, dark story. Because yeah. I really liked what was going on in the background of Breath of the Wild. And I appreciate that it just let you play the game without forcing you into more story than you were. But I definitely wanted more at some point while I was playing that game. I was like, okay, I, I just want like a bunch of missions in a row right now for like 10 hours. Because I want to figure out the story. And there wasn't that much there. And I feel like this is where that story is. Or what at least they wanted to expand on. And we will see. It it definitely would be cool, right? I mean, I, I feel like Breath of the Wild did good uh, in doing almost a an environmental storytelling sort of approach, right? And there definitely is a lot of that. Uh, and, and then you get like little bits and pieces just by going to certain areas. Um, I did enjoy that, but yeah, yeah. getting getting more information and more of a narrative would be cool. Also, Link's just kind of. Kind of looking like a badass in this one. I don't know. He does. He's got that black arm. Yeah. It looks like he's out to just kick some ass. That would be pretty sweet if you could just yeah. like make a hand cannon out of your arms. Right? I don't know what's going on here, but I like it. Oh, what if you can do the guardian laser with your arm? How oh. cool would that be? It'd just obliterate everything? Just the, the big screen wiping. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I'm yeah, expecting. Right? Give me that Nintendo. If you haven't done that yet, please make sure you've done it. Also, I just stumbled across this leaked image of um, I don't like it looks to be real of the Tears of the Kingdom OLED Switch, and I've been of the minds that I'm like I don't need to buy another Switch unless it's like a Switch Two, right. but holy shit, this thing is white and gold and green. That sounds pretty. I I like the um like the jade green colors yeah, that they kind of added to the the theme. It's pretty nice. I could really I could really get down with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is pretty sick, actually. That that would be one I'd I'd I may go in for. <laughs> right. Also, yeah. whole sky like more like. I, I guess the sky islands and, and flying and all yes. that kind of stuff just seems 
like perfect, right? Well, you could tell it, and and this is from playing a lot more of um, Skyward Sword last year. Um, you could tell they were on to something interesting, but that whole sky section just kind of turned into more of a, a checklist before you went to the real game. Like it, it wasn't like the ocean in um, Wind Waker. And I'm hoping this is more like that. The way that you traverse things, there's a significance to the traversal and stuff. And it's not just like a mini game, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we can only hope so. But I, I think that's one of the, uh, a big thing that made, maybe even like, I don't know how much people necessarily um, realize it, but like a uh, big thing that made the Legend of Zelda um, Breath of the Wild so good was that 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 like exploration and that, that that there was always a point even if you were just like fuck it i'm gonna climb this mountain chances are there was something actually more times than none there was something on that mountain yeah right? yeah points of interest which were... blew my mind right yeah. still does like somebody literally just sat there it's like ha, someone's gonna climb this bitch and they're gonna find out this and it's not just a point of interest it's it's not just a simple point of interest it's not just a dot on a map that they go Oh, you go here and you find a chest. It's like, no, we have designed this overworld with these things in mind. So you stumble upon some weird quirky thing, and it's not necessarily a side quest, but it looks like that thing is supposed to exist in this part of the world. It's not just dotted on the map. You know, there's like a cave and, you know, there's some weird, like, and you can look in the environment and see that there's there's more to it than just that. Uh, <clears throat> Um, but I wrote an article back when it came out and I was just like, this is reinstated a lot of old RPG things that have been missing for so long or have just been like oversaturated. Like Breath of the Wild kind of brought back that, um, for a game that's not really based in realism, it brought back that sense of like realistic RPG progression. Yeah. yeah. I'm down so, how would you feel about them bringing back the weapon or equipment system uh, as I, it stands? I would. Oh, definitely not as it stands. Um, yeah. I I have a little more patience for stuff like that than you know. I always saw it as just a a way to prepare things to go out and do stuff but more often than not it it kind of came as a, a hindrance to playing the game then yeah. you know so, and then i wound up grinding out until i could get the master sword and then it was okay it was mostly right. just to have a weapon that i always had on me which um, yeah just feels better right like yeah, i just wish they should have started you off with like some sort of weapon that could never break and that the like that that could have even been like weaker or upgradable to be better, and then you can yeah. use like X Y Z equipment. Like, that would be a much better system. Well, yeah, um, have have your master sword or have your, um, you know, your knight's sword that eventually gets replaced by the master sword. But like, have something there, and ever and most of the stuff that you encounter, either is is a better weapon when you throw it or is just stronger but it breaks. 
that's fine. And then but that like, would have been perfect, right? <laughs> but when you do an entire dungeon for the Zoras and then they give you a trident and you're like, okay, so this is going to break. And what was the point of having this? Yeah, like, or even a couple like legendary-esque weapons that don't break would have been cool. But have similar shit to the Master Sword, but maybe less tedious, but have like recharge mechanics or something, you know? Or like you have to repair it. Yeah. I would have been fine with that. If you just... I, I'm a, I, I'll deal with weapon durability. I just don't like this whole forever system. Or, hey, how about this? Have an unlockable blacksmith that I can go craft weapons that I've encountered before. Like, once you found it, yeah. you now have the blueprint. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the million of different things they could have done different. It obviously wasn't a deal breaker for, like, anybody because I guess once the you get was rolling... So yeah, the game was so good. But it 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 definitely just seemed all around weird. I suppose the game needed, like, some sort of collectability to it like that really helped to have like oh i killed this thing and now i can pick up this you know cool weapon but having that break just yeah. kind of sucks <laughs> yeah and the master sword it takes too much to obtain and it's not a story item you can beat that game without ever getting i think you can beat that game without getting the master sword yeah because you have to like sure, go yeah. resonate with those memories to get it um, which I wound up cheating today, and I don't care. No, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, you want to have durability. I mean, there are all I, the different stuff that happens in the uh, all the different stuff that you can do in that game. It's like they wanted it to be broken, <laughs> right? And it and it breaks so well. This is a very well put together game. Yeah, yeah. So there's one February twenty third. I know you won't know this one but sons of the forest comes out and the forest i know you never played the forest right no (laughs) um i wouldn't even recommend it to you the forest was a survival you know crafting survival game oh yeah no i think i've seen that yeah you basically start off on like a plane crash on an island right and uh but unlike the other ones it's just got um a really I don't know. It's just got a really straightforward crafting system. Like you want to build a fence, you go chop down a tree and you have these logs and you put them together based on this, this um, guidebook that you have. And I don't know. It just, it's not just this, like everything you're collecting makes total sense. Like you want to make a spear, you have to find a rock and a stick and a piece of twine. And then you have a spear and the building mechanic and you know, the night mechanic, it's, absolutely terrifying because at night these i don't know these people that are like kind of demons come out and they they're just really aggressive um you know it was was a fun game um it was definitely fun multiplayer but it looks like they're just putting so much into the sequel to make it immersive and just really complex but again unlike other survival crafting games it's never really been overwhelming to me it's kind of just all right there in front of you and i appreciate that so i think i'll be playing sons of the forest it uh looks like it gets really really macabre really quick it's messed up for sure yeah Yeah. and this one has like uh 
really it's supposed to have really advanced AI to where you know they have their own things going on you're not just being hunted but they're also interacting with each other based on what's going on and they'll uh, avoid you when they need to avoid you and they'll attack when they it's time to attack and yeah it looks like there's a lot of uh, really ambitious stuff going on in this one it's fun i know a lot of people will probably enjoy it a lot <laughs> i mean it seems fun co-op right it's really fun co-op especially since you're just kind of trying to build a, a settlement while also going out and exploring and defending yeah um yeah that's that's my survival crafting game that i usually flock to I guess just looking through a little bit, you got Skull and Bones coming out in March. Um, that uh, that second Dead Island coming yeah. out, I think March. Um, yeah, Dead Island. No, Dead Island Two is in April. Okay, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League's in May with Zelda. Poor thing. Uh, yeah. Poor thing. Uh, no what an awful release date for them. <laughs> and uh, it looks really good too. It was yeah. fun. Well, you know, people will probably pick it up. And then I, there's a whole lot of stuff that has yet to be announced. Yeah. I uh, well, I mean a couple of things that are like I'm definitely watching. Um I mean, I'll have to see just with like everything else or when they come out, but you know, I, we talked about it at length, but Wulong, definitely excited about that. Right. Oh um, yeah. And then there's actually Wild Hearts. It would be fantastic to see a game that could possibly stand up to Monster Hunter. Because there isn't. Right. There just there just isn't. Um especially one that focuses more on mobility, like yeah. this seems to. Yeah. Uh but you know, I I de- definitely hopefully optimistic on that one. It seems yeah. cool. I mean, again, I mean, anything that I could just play with friends is always welcome, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, there's been a very big lack of that. Yeah. Um, oh, Wolong comes out March 3rd, by the way. Yeah. Uh, let's see. God, is that March 3rd? Crazy. Yeah. They even have, well, I mean, I played that demo. Um, I think in November or something. Yeah. So it looks pretty built. Yeah, I guess it is. Probably just I mean, hopefully they polished it a little bit and stuff from them, but definitely seems fun, right? Yeah. And we don't have a date for uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth yet, but tentative. Twenty. That's gotta be. We gotta get an update on that soon, right? Yeah, I Are would we... assume so. Aren't we due for a Square Enix showcase, <laughs> you know, like one of these days soon? I, I feel like it's been a while since we had that. I think so. I mean, especially, I, I mean, obviously, I, I know a lot of the stuff that they might show is just going to be more 16 to garnish hype with that confirmed date and then being so soon. Uh, relatively one E3 speaking. is supposed to be coming back this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's going to be there? Gonna... <laughs> Well, I think it's mostly going to be that collection of showcases again. Like, they're going to try uh, to... Yeah, okay. But, I mean, so many people have moved on to their own thing. And I don't even know yeah. if it's in person or not. Yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, 
They say, uh, what is it? Um, Elder, not Elder Scrolls. Uh, yeah, we didn't talk about Starfield, but um, they say that Baldur's Gate Three is supposed to be coming out this year. Yeah, I know. Which I mean, that's uh, that is another thing that I'm definitely pretty excited about. I mean, you, yeah, you can go play that game right now, and I guess see exactly how far along it is. But it, I would assume it's coming out sometime this year. That's Obsidian, right? Yeah, Obsidian is doing that. Yep. So I, it's gonna be good. That's promising. If you liked any of their previous games, I'm sure you're gonna like Baldur's Gate Three. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm just genuinely super curious for um, Starfield, (laughs) just because it's been a very long time since I've played one of those Bethesda RPGs. I mean, again, it's Bethesda. Like, I'm gonna play it. Even if I pitch, like, before the game comes out, uh, or poke fun at it, yeah. I'm going to play it. But it could fill in the things that I was looking for from, I'm still looking for from um, No Man's Sky, which is, yeah, you know, more customization and a bigger ship that I can actually interact with, not just, you know, hop in the cockpit and move on. Yeah. And, you know story which there's some story in no man's sky at this point but it's not to the level of you know a um a sprawling rpg it's more procedural yeah i mean obviously starfield's definitely gonna have (laughs) a pretty sprawling storyline um yeah and i'm starting to think it's gonna take place in possibly one um galaxy which I would be okay with if that was the case. Yeah, that that makes sense. I mean, again, no one ever needed an infinite amount of planets. Um, no, just let's, several really good ones are perfectly fine. Yeah, let's you know walk before we run here. Yeah, <laughs> let's a bit. let's explore space in a in a really interesting you know RPG way before we're like yeah. trying to make replicate the entire universe. Hey, you know, really give me a give me give me a reason to go to different planets. Uh, yeah, yeah. With different environments and ecosystems, uh, it. Uh... Yeah, I'll play it. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're gonna play it. Yeah, yeah. Come on, but th- you know, if we could get a little bit uh, at this point on um, the next Elder Scrolls, that would be cool too. That uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I would like to hear more. Hammerfall. But... Yeah, Hammerfall. Is Hammerfell. it Hammerfall? Hammerfell. Like yeah, name. I think so. Noise. Yeah, I mean, I mean that could be tentative, but we'll see. Yeah, and um, I think I'm gonna look a lot at Starfield. I mean, obviously they're very different games, but are they? No. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, it's, it's always like you know, it's Fallout is the like sci-fi version post. Apocalyptic sci-fi version, yeah, of, and of Elder Scrolls, right? And Bethesda's just... DNA only changes so much from game to game. It's it's right. more than a a different um, skin for sure, but you still see like this is a Bethesda game, and one thing they don't do is make huge, you know, giant changes in their formula. So I'm, yeah. I'll look at Starfield to see what they've learned, I guess. 
Yeah, and it's because historically, so you know, they don't really necessarily need to. But having certain things like more polish would be great. And then uh, I'll really looking back at some of the things that they did really well, right? Mm-hmm. And then looking at some of the things that were just like n- n- not done so well. Well, and this is going to be you know um fps combat i i would like to see a little more um fine tuning versus like your fallout games cuz yeah definitely the, yeah, it's just not it's not their strong suit no it, it and none of the games really are necessarily that and it is something that the series all of them as a whole could be looked at right stronger combat yeah stronger combat definitely which you know there's they're so adjacent to like arcane and arcane has that shit figured out in a way that is both fun to play and unique to each of their games it doesn't all feel the same you know you have dishonored you have death loop um right. uh prey and they manage to make something that feels responsive and good but bethesda you know <laughs> No, because I, I think they just tried to keep to the they tried to keep to the formula, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's absolutely no need. I think uh, making like a new IP is definitely a good way for them to branch out, right? Because yeah, I mean, it would be cool if we see a little bit more um, responsive action in in like a sci-fi game with guns and stuff like that, uh, yeah. where uh, which is fine in a sense uh but you know uh fallout's more of an rpg right yeah and and, and, and you can literally plays, yeah <laughs> um and it, and it definitely plays like that which you know at the at the time was great um but that's why 76 sucked because you couldn't use the one saving grace to fallout's combat system right which you need to use that so many times a lot of things yeah yeah right and that just feels might as well play skyrim but uh, i i would hope they do something even with um you know like skyrim's combat for sure or the next elder Scrolls combat for sure too would be neat see something a little bit different indeed bring back good side quest for the love of god no kidding in all of it yeah they were they were touting the massive amounts of dialogue lines written for this and i'm like okay but it's gotta be good yeah you it, know, it has to be it good be dialogue twice as much it could be twice as much as fallout 4 fallout 4's side quests were not the strong point of that game no not even a little bit. in fact it was super boring <laughs> yeah that's that's the whole thing same I way i love that game but it was scary. boring yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, and um, before I forget, Like a Dragon Ishin comes yep. out February. I'm very excited about that. Uh, I still don't do. know if that is if that if that is a new one or are they redoing the old one and bringing it to the 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 states. I don't know. Um, I think this is new because yeah, I mean they definitely had. I mean they have Like a Dragon series just like oh wait, wait, wait. 
from the ground up remake of spinoff released on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 3 back in 2014, but it never made its way to the West. You're correct. Mm, yeah, okay. I mean, it was so, still fun. Like, per- hey, not only are we getting it, we're getting a remastered version of it. So it's new cool. to me. Well, from yeah. the ground up. So they're they're giving it the um the Kawami treatment of just yeah, basically taking like a last gen game and making an you know that's one thing that doesn't need to be adjusted are the side missions and dialogue because it's perfect in those games (laughs) i have no complaints no yeah i I can't wait but like a beat-em-up samurai yeah i'm down yeah i'm down with that and there's lots of ridiculous uh uh (laughs) goddamn yakuza universe it's going to be so weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know it's good. Like, can you imagine the uncomfortable scenarios you're going to walk in on in, like, a feudal Japan <laughs> area? Oh, God. Not even feudal. It's, it's um, they got guns and shit. That guy, has he has a revolver. Oh, I'm so excited. How did we not talk about this sooner? Right. Anyway, that's all the games in 2023 that matter. There's literally nothing else that's important. There's a, there's, I mean, there's a couple things. One thing that I didn't there's even nothing know else. was actually going to be a thing. Um, though, after playing the game that I can't remember the name of, I'm actually pretty, I would be super uh, controlled. But uh, after playing Control, I'd be super excited about, and that would be Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Yeah. I played uh-huh. Alan Wake 1 a long time ago, and it was fine. It, uh, I'm sorry, is that Jake Gyllenhaal? I hope so. Wait, what? Why does that look like Jake Gyllenhaal? And Alan Wake 2? Yeah. Maybe it's just a white guy. It could just be a white guy. A very <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal-esque white guy. Oh, you're right. That looks like Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> My God, I think that's Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> is uh, that? <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, I I don't know. But I I freaking I loved just the universe uh, and all that stuff set up in Control. Like yeah. uh, the gameplay was fun. It, it could have been more, uh, but I yeah I. I I beat the crap out of that game. Yeah, the gameplay was lacking like a few things that would have just made it probably one of the most fun uh, telekinesis powers-based games ever. But like there was something just not quite there for me. Like I liked it good enough. Uh, But you're right, the atmosphere and just what they were setting up and how unsettling and interesting intriguing everything felt in that game yeah extremely like i wanted to know more right mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. kind of the more that it answered um the the, the more questions make but it, it's it, a it, rabbit hole of a game yeah it's just like i don't know just yeah set up like this sprawling sprawling like multiverse of just yeah, weird yeah. weird shit um yeah, yeah like I, supernatural I, but this um you know conspiracy big brother situation yeah. going on yeah, yeah i really, with like, really like that objects of power that are mostly really bad but it's it's very stephen king ish yeah um, 
it's it's got a lot of that. Just it's the world you're familiar with, but here's what's what you're not aware of. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. And it 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 I mean, get it's definitely written very well in that aspect. I feel like because it, it yeah. just sets things up perfectly in the way that it presents some things are like I, I I'll still think about from time to time, like um, I don't know, just like the one of the narrators in the game just saying pentanomicon or whatever i don't don't know it's stuck in my head indefinitely that was one of those games where the main story was second for me i was like "Eh, that's cool but i want to read all these i want to watch all these like tapes and shit (laughs) of all this crazy stuff that happened in some town in iowa yeah right tell me tell me more i want more i just want more of that that world right like i need more yeah so like an alan wake 2 uh with possibly jake gyllenhaal (laughs) fucking great to me i really can't looking at him i was like who is this man Uh, (laughs) i don't know uh, they do put live action in their games that's true yeah um and those they don't have jake gyllenhaal money but they're pretty well produced those live action sections All right. Well, um, yeah, I think that about does it for all the games we're excited for. We're going to have to link up on a lot of these and just make sure that we're covering them. Like, I guess I, I guess we'll both play um, Dead Space next. Yeah. Later this month, and we can give our opinions on that. Yeah. We will have to see. Whether it's good or it's shit, we'll have a lot to talk about. You know, and you, you know, we will. <laughs> that the might one be one of those. We can't ones... do is keep our mouth shut when it comes to video games. No, we're not very good at that, are we? No. Yeah. We should start a podcast. Oh. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Your attendance is so appreciated. Make sure you're subscribed on Spotify or wherever else you listen. Uh, send us any questions to thenerdinggrounds at gmail.com. Tell us about the games that you're excited for. Um, and maybe give us uh, some idea of what you'd want to hear us ramble on about. Thanks and have a great rest of your week and weekend. Love ya. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Oh, wait. I totally forgot about.